welcome to the Airborne Mind Show. I am your host, Ms. Bahawk, and you are listening to Ms. Unfiltered. This space is an area for me to share and explore with you some things that I'm learning, I'm exploring, or I'm entertained by, and really a space for you to ask questions and for me to uh, free flow, improvise, and talk about them in real time. So along the way, I hope you pick something up or this helps you get through your day in some way uh, and at the very least put a smile on your face. Because you're listening, I have a free gift only for podcast listeners that you can grab if you head over to MizHQ.com. Again, that's M-I-Z-H-Q.com. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is the first episode of Ms. Unfiltered. Um, really... You know, I'm sure we'll get into some of the reasons behind doing this, but uh, I really miss kind of being on the mic in this setting and getting to kind of explore some of our thoughts around fitness and and things beyond that for sure. And so I wanted to introduce Rachel McKernan, who is a coach at CrossFit Kana in uh, Pennsylvania. And she is one of my uh, longest retaining clients. She has been with me before I transitioned to Revival Strength. She's continued to grow with me as I've grown. Um, and it's been really fun to not only watch her journey in fitness um, because it's such an inspiring story um, that she's gotten to kind of live in a way, but also um, just your development as a coach. It's been really fun to watch. And so, you know, you, Rachel takes care of all the things behind the scenes with Airborne Mind, Unfiltered Human, and basically the things that are uh, going on with me to help control the chaos and keep things kind of flowing uh, somewhat smoothly. So Rachel, thank you for being the one on the other side who is going to be uh, picking my brain, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's a privilege to get to be the one to pick your brain. So, Yeah, thanks. for. Why don't you give uh, us a little bit of uh, background on your um, – on your fitness journey, because I think it's super, like I said, I, I'm inspired by it. And it's definitely, um, I don't know, a great example to people in terms of how you've been able to navigate and evolve with individual coaching as you know, things have kind of come up for you. Yeah, uh, my fitness journey started, I think a lot like most people where they were either overweight or unhappy with their current kind of place in life. Um, I started out just going to the gym, um, actually in my basement because I was too afraid to go to the gym, like a uh, regular gym. Um, I was pretty overweight and lost weight and then decided to join CrossFit, um, which when I was a kid, I was always told that I am not supposed to work out, um, since I was born with part of my brain, not inside my skull, they always said, don't don't lift weights, don't do anything, you know, too crazy. And I was like, well, I don't really like that answer. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this thing. That seems pretty cool. Uh, so I saw CrossFit on TV, started it in my basement. I was like, okay, it's time to find a gym. So I found a gym that was opening near my house and did my first workout. And it was love at first wad. I was hooked. Um, stuck with CrossFit for a long time. And then as kind of health stuff came up and just different things. I was struggling. Um, I approached you or actually the Galets kind of hooked us mm -hmm. up and helped, helped in my journey to kind of change, change my fitness and help me look at things a different way. And it's been really cool to get to 
use individual design now is so many different things come up where I can't work out or um, something's you know going on we got to change it and it's been pretty cool to get to grow and learn from you as well yeah thank you um I I think that the fun part with this series um is that you know you you really think critically about a lot of the components that go into coaching um and it when you ask me questions, it gives me a chance to kind of formulate some of my own thoughts and, you know, just because it's, it's one of those things that, um, you know, I can be in my head and kind of designing for clients week to week and doing all this stuff. And until, you know, somebody asks me a question, you know, that thought get is not really out of my head and formulated in, in real time. That's like, Oh, this is actually really how I think about, uh, certain things here. And, you know, we found that, uh, some people who might be listening might find it helpful, but ultimately we really want this to be, uh, just a series that you can enjoy on your way to work and, um, you know, yeah, maybe take something away from or simply kind of be entertained by it. So um, just wanted to give a quick intro for those who are tuning in to Ms. Unfiltered for the first time, um, because in the future, we're probably not going to do these elaborate <laughs> intros for each episode. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, glad you started with this one. All right, Rachel, I'll let you take it away. I'll stop rambling. All right. <laughs> all right. It's okay. You can ramble all you need to. Uh, I figured we could start with a little bit about you kind of the man behind the mic we know about your fitness journey a little bit but what else is there to know um well uh the one thing that i feel like recently uh i've invested a lot of time and energy into um is my creative side that has always kind of been there and i've always loved to explore it but a lot of it has been for sure behind the scenes just because i've never really figured out a way to integrate it into some of the stuff that i'm doing regards to fitness right so um it's it's one of those things where now i'm at a point where it's like okay I feel like there's a ton going on between uh, having a full client load, designing programs for clients week to week, consulting, uh, actually getting to coach on the floor, doing podcasts uh, with Marcus um, on Look Good, Move Well, doing podcasts with Dr. Megan Caden on The Unfiltered Human, and then uh, trying to keep up with the Airborne Mind Show and, and put out things, um, and then you know Instagram, and then at the same time, to be quite honest, I've been uh, pretty like burnt out over the last several months, which is, you know, it's been it's been a process to kind of gather all of these things and create systems in a way that allows it to flow. Um, but that's that's just the reality behind, uh, you know, being involved in, in so many different things. And uh, I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I was just like, yeah, everything's going great and I'm able to juggle all this stuff and, and it's no problem because people are, when they hear about me doing stand-up, because um, that is the thing that most of my energy outside of fitness and coaching has kind of gone into over the last several months. Um, they're like, what? How? Well, one, they're like, uh, you don't seem like somebody who would do stand up, right? That's the look you kind of get on their face. And then the second is, uh, how do you have the time for it? And somebody actually asked me that when I posted on Instagram. And it was super interesting, because for me, it was like, whoa, this is this is such a sacred uh, part of my life in a way, because of how it allows me to kind of uh, express myself. Like if you've ever come 
seen some of my stuff live it's like i will talk about things that i never would talk about probably on a podcast or uh in day-to-day conversation it's just there's something about that dynamic of being up there um and then i really enjoyed the craft the ins and outs of the craft of like everything from you know learning how to pace learning how uh your voice comes off how your little um you know, the writing that kind of goes into it, the editing, the delivery, like the bombing, right? The the parts that nobody who actually I'm inviting to come, you know, watch, they don't really get to see that. They see the cooked, finished product. But I really appreciate it as a craft. Um, and I'm into anything that allows me to kind of express myself, right? Which is why I think the podcast, one of the main reasons why the podcast kind of started, right, is because it's a form of expression. It's just in a bit of a different way. So um, that's where a lot of my time has been kind of going. Somebody asked me about how do I have time for that? And it's like, well, it's so important that I protect time to uh, write every single day. Um, Sometimes it can be for 30 minutes, sometimes it's for like two hours, uh, and then preserving time to get on stage at least twice a week at this point in time. Um, And then hopefully more in the future. But for now, yeah, just getting up there and, and working on the craft. So that's really where I guess a lot of the attention and energy is kind of going outside of uh, fitness right now. Awesome. Uh, Were you always creative? Like as you grew up? Did you always think that you would do something creative or did you kind of think you would go a different route? Um, I think as I've grown older, I've started to appreciate creativity more and more. So I don't, I wouldn't say that I was like a very artsy person growing up, but as far back as I can remember, I always like was kind of a daydreamer in the sense that I really admired authors, I really admired entertainers and, you know, comedians and actors and people who could, uh, it's like a magic trick, right? You like create something out of nothing and you take people through this crazy emotional journey in a lot of ways, uh, depending on what medium we're talking about. But I really just appreciated and admired all of it. And um, the way that I kind of studied people in fitness, right? When I, I mean, if you've listened to the podcast, like getting into people people's brains and understanding how that how they work I did the exact same thing with artists and entertainers and um, people who perform I did that uh, pretty religiously like how they did what they did how they got to where they are how like all the little things that I think would bore a lot of people I was obsessed with so um, I guess I never thought that I would be doing it like I appreciated I consumed it but and there was a desire to be involved creatively in different things I just didn't know what that kind of looked like and you know what's funny is um when like when I finally pulled the plug on this was like well one I think the podcast right because it, it allowed me to be creative in a certain way um and then even before that getting involved with some writing I felt like that allowed me to do that as well um But really, when I came out to do the internship with uh, CrossFit Invictus, I remember in my cover letter, or I I think I was talking to CJ, and then eventually when I was getting interviewed by, you know, the other people on the staff, uh, they were like, you know, what 
is the like what what is kind of bringing you out here you know because i'm on the other side of the country uh i have been coaching for four or five years at this point and i'm gonna be coming out for like an unpaid internship like there's some reason why i'm doing it and so they they were really fascinated by that and i was completely as honest as I could be at that point, and it was two things for me. One was to become a professional in fitness, like make a full-time living out of fitness, and two was to um, like find myself creatively and explore that. And I remember saying those words, and I was like, huh, I know they're probably going to be like, what in the world does that mean, and ask me more about it. Um, and I think they did. I got, I got a chance to kind of explain that, and at that time, I didn't really know fully – how it would all come to play. But, you know, once I did get there, I used the opportunity to like start doing improv comedy, which is different from stand up, but uh, I got involved in that. And then I had always been kind of behind the scenes writing, like writing premises and writing different topics, because I knew one day I would do it. I just didn't know when or how soon. Um, and then I finally kind of took the plunge once I moved up uh, to San Francisco. And, you know, yeah, have been kind of in love with it since. Um, did I go off on a tangent there? No, you were pretty okay. on topic. All right. Um, so when you interviewed with Invictus and you told them you kind of wanted to explore your creativity, what was your answer to them then? And then what would your answer look like now? Well, uh, I was pretty honest because there was so much that I didn't know, you know, meaning like I had, I didn't, I honestly didn't know what it was going to look like to explore my creativity. It was like, it just felt like there was a space to do that now because for whatever reason, maybe it was just new environment, new setting, just a new journey. And saying to myself like, whoa, I'm here for two and a half months and I need to make the most out of it. And the creativity part is huge for me and I'm in a place where I can figure some of that out and I have some time to, you know, think and get involved in that. So when they did ask me, it was, it was like a, it was a very honest, like, you know what, I, I don't really know, but here's kind of some of the things that I'm, I think I want to do to get into it. I do remember CJ being very, like this, you know, I don't know if, if I ask him now, if he'll attest to this, but basically like, he he there was this light bulb that kind of went off in his head when i made the connection and was like you know what cuz one of the criticisms or not criticism but pieces of feedback for me was like you know i need to be louder and my goal in coaching at that point was like i want to feel more entertaining and i can't say that i've started to actually feel like that but i was around people who were able to do that, who were able to kind of take a group class through such a fun experience. And I told him that I was going to do improv comedy. I had signed up for it because I, I thought that it would translate to being quicker on my feet and to doing these things in coaching. And you could tell, like, I don't want to, I don't want to say he was impressed, but there was definitely something like, huh, way to think outside the box. That's really impressive. And he kind of shared his story about when he had to do it in law school. So it was really just kind of I was being honest and being like, look, I don't know, but I know within the podcast, within writing, within uh, stand-up or comedy, like I, I want to formulate something and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but uh, I, I want to somehow. And then I guess my answer now um, is, is, is a little more solidified where it's like, okay, I, I have an idea. It's taken me 
a long time to come to this conclusion of like why it's so important to me and why I want to devote time to it and things like that. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely honing in on the stand up and um, getting good at the craft really is like, yeah, focusing on the process, getting good at the craft, getting on stage, and ultimately being funny. And uh, it's it's not natural to me, right? So um, you have two types of comedians. You have people who are already naturally funny. They're extroverted, and they are um, they're the people who are like, oh, you should be a comedian, or all their friends are like, oh, you should be a comedian, and it comes to them easily. But there's a large majority of people who are on the other end who are more introverted and more uh, observant and more just like in their heads a little bit or let's say even say a little off, right? And that is what – that's like the other breed and that's what allows them – like the stage is what kind of gives – that crowd a space to do that and what draws them to it right is the desire to be funny not necessarily that they already are but it's like to find this part of yourself so I always found myself in that category I'm not I'm not the guy who's like even if it comes off that way that I'm like super extroverted and just funny all day and and that type of thing I mean it it would be great to be that um at some point but it's like that's just not me I'm more of the other end of like yeah introverted in my head always feel a little off, but at the same time, like the, using that to your advantage and, um, and being able to express that part of yourself, uh, on stage. That's cool. I think it's interesting about personality types and introvert versus extrovert. Cause from my perspective, I always thought that you would be an extrovert. Um, but when we did like personality tests for the team and kind of seeing where everybody was, it was interesting to me to see, that I come up more extroverted and you come up more introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that that had hindered you at all before you started this creative journey, or do you think it helped you to kind of start it? Uh, be, being more introverted? Yeah, being more introverted, being more in your head, that kind of thing. Um, to be quite honest with you, I also thought that I was a little more extroverted at a certain point, right? Where I was like, huh. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, like I would read the descriptions and be like, huh, I think this is me and other people would agree with it. Right. But I always had this suspicion of like, you know what? I'm really not like, I'm not extroverted. I don't feel it. Um, but it was just one of those things I never really dug into. And I've have had a couple consulting calls with, uh, if you guys are familiar with Penelope Trunk, who, you know, she's a kind of like a career coach, but whatever, like really, really knowledgeable person around personality types. She has um, Asperger's syndrome and is very blunt, very honest. And it's been a treat to like get to speak to her and her help me understand more about myself because I'm obsessive with that type of stuff. And uh, she, she very quickly picked up on in our call. She was like, hold on a second. She's like, you're not because I thought I was an ENFP. She's like, you're not an ENFP you're an INFP. And she was like, notice how you're talking slow. Introverts do that to preserve energy. And then she basically started digging into all the other things. And it was like, I was like, yeah, like, you're right. This is how I feel. Uh, And part of it is, uh, for me, the extroverted appearance that I get. And she mentioned how that was going to be kind of a problem for me, because people would misunderstand me and think I was the extroverted one all the time when really I'm not. But um, yeah, people, 
basically like I it was a learned skill for me to kind of be more social or be more interactive or be a good conversationalist. Um, I just I really was not like that when I was younger. Um, and I had I, you know, believe it or not, like I put a ton of obsessive time into learning about those things. So over over the couple, last several years, that stuff has kind of paid off and it seems natural to people, I guess. Um, but really the other part of it is, you know, introverts get energy from being by themselves, right? So being around other people and giving your time to other people actually is a very draining. And it's something that I think if you're another introvert, you can relate to. Um, it's hard for I think if you're extrovert, it's hard to relate to that because it's the opposite. Extroverts get energy from interacting with people and being around them. So anyways, what happened was the biggest realization I had was for years, I think that it had been hindering me that I was not aware that I was an introvert because I would always find myself like in states of burnout because I was around people so much and so putting so much energy into that, that really it left me with no energy to kind of connect with myself, which is introverts need alone time to be able to do that and really to remain sane, especially with, with my personality type. Um, and so I started to notice that more and more, especially as I'm consulting more, I'm on the floor more, and then I'm also writing programs. So knowing when my energy is being drained and how, and not, not, this is not to say that you don't enjoy connecting with people. Like my personality type gets like there's a huge part of the like meaning of life from the depth of connection that I get to experience with people it's just that it needs to be in certain doses that still allow me to connect with myself so yeah I do think it hindered me because I spent so much time um, being like not really respecting that part and I think a lot of the burnout that I experienced was because of that or any plateaus I experienced in productivity or creativity. Um, it was because I was not taking the time that I needed to recharge, uh, knowing that I kind of was an introvert. Um, so yeah, I know that was a lot on personality types, but I'm fascinated by them because I think it allows you to, and that's why I had the whole team do it was because it allows you to learn things about people that they may never say, right? But it's like certain motivations or certain ways of thinking or certain uh, tendencies they might have that, you know, may or may not be true. But a lot of times it's like you can you can read through it and you can see, oh, yeah, I resonate with that. That's this is me. Right. Um, yeah. So I think it's it's wildly helpful to dig into that stuff. And um, it's been it's been a real yeah, it's been a real treat getting to have talked to her and um, her helping me kind of navigate some of this stuff once I did figure out what type I was. Yeah, that's really a fascinating journey with the whole personality type. Yeah. Digging into that. I feel like most people don't get to go on that kind of uh, journey with it. It's just like, oh, the quiz said I'm, you know, an introvert or an extrovert or whatever. So that's just what I am. That's a cool journey to kind of go deeper and identify with what you find. Yeah. And, um, you know, it wasn't just about like that call that I had with her wasn't just about my personality type, but since she has, um, and I could be butchering this, but she has, um, you know, Asperger's syndrome, like her way of relating to people has been knowing these personality types inside out. Like she, she just, 
she can talk to you and figure out what kind of personality type you are. And so that allows her to connect with you and understand you a little bit and how to relate to you and how to best advise you on whatever it is you're seeking for. And so for me, it was really like, yeah, creatively, um, I know that I wanted to do this thing, but she, you know, she was known for, um, she's known for giving really blunt and uh, honest advice that can sometimes be totally like, I don't know, crushing, crushing exactly. Yeah. And, and so I remember, um, yeah, she's kind of the one who really pushed me to pursue the comedy thing. And it was just so ironic and surprising because like, that's, she's the last person I expected to do that. But she was like, no, seriously, like, you need to go for it. These are the things that are going to satisfy, you know, your creativity and, and your the amount of thoughts that go on in your head and give you a space to make connections and deeply connect with people. Um, you know, you really need to do this. And it was just like a, I had known inside that I wanted to do it, like do stand up, but it was one of those things where for whatever reason, hearing it from her like just lit me on fire it like just affirmed something and it just kind of got things rolling for me uh which have really kind of allowed or maybe it just brought me more clarity as to like oh yeah I, I could do this and I should and this is how it can connect back with the other things I'm doing um and then it led me to kind of actually diving in that's cool that's a really cool journey with that yeah um what time is it how how deep are we into this episode uh, I think we're pretty deep into it. I think okay. it's like 36 and we started at like 12. Got it. Okay. Uh, anything else on this note? We can, we can talk about one more thing if you want to, uh, close things off or wrap it up here. Um, I think we'll wrap it up here because the next topic I'm sure we'll go on the same kind okay, of tangent. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. I hope this wasn't boring to you and uh, you found it somewhat interesting. Um, yeah, if you have any topic suggestions or questions that you want to hear about, feel free to uh, email at uh, info at airbornemind.com or hit us up on Instagram, whatever's easiest for you. But yeah, uh, this was a bit of a longer episode than uh, what we're planning on doing. We want to try to keep these under 15 minutes for now. Um, so starting the next one, <laughs> we're going to start to do that. Um, <laughs> next time. Yeah, but we figured we had to lay out some context as to – actually, I guess it's me. It's it's me being obsessive about like people knowing what's going on. So I'm <laughs> like, okay, I have to I have to lay out – the scene before uh we we drop these types of episodes so yeah. i hope you enjoyed this first one and uh yeah there'll be many more to come thank you so much for listening i appreciate you lending me your ears before you head out i wanted to share a free gift with you it's only available for podcast listeners at mizhq.com again that's m-i-z-h-q.com so go ahead and grab that if you want to support the show, the best compliment that you can give is by leaving a review with your thoughts. You have no idea how much that helps, and I always love hearing from you guys. So once again, thank you again for tuning in. Until next time.